Hi, it's Dwyer, GamblersAdvisory.com, a free site, BettingAngle.us, a free site. It is December 16th, 2022. Let's talk NFL. Let's talk futures betting. But first, remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, we just had yesterday's Thursday night football game between the Seattle Seahawks and the victorious San Francisco 49ers, right? Let me just caution folks. I'm just telling you my approach to this. I don't want to be fooled by the moment. Outliers happen, right? In boxing, an Ali can win the heavyweight championship at 22. A Tyson can win the championship at an even younger age than that, right? There are outliers. There are, this is the first time I'm seeing this moments, but I'm looking for analogs to bet on. Styles, situations, and people who mirror winners I've seen in the past. Let's talk about the Niners' chances Let's revisit the Niners' chances of winning the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. Right here in the Bay Area, Joe Montana, folks, he walks on water in Northern California. Joe Montana likes Brock Purdy. He thinks Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft, can lead the Niners to a Super Bowl victory. Right here, there are even stories about the great Nick Saban trying to recruit Brock Purdy out of high school and Purdy losing interest when Saban talked to him about improving his accuracy. Right, according to the story going around, Brock Purdy thought, how could this guy really know football if he doesn't understand? that I'm already really accurate, right? Well, what I want people to do is to realize that no rookie quarterback, let me repeat that, no rookie quarterback has led a team to the Super Bowl, right? None, there is no analog. Also, rookie quarterbacks do poorly in the playoffs with a winning percentage of less than 40%. In other words, the rookies who get to the playoffs don't last long in the playoffs. They certainly don't make Super Bowl runs in the playoffs, right? Eventually, the league catches up with rookie quarterbacks. Let's revisit yesterday's game. I know on the telecast, they're saying, oh my God, they're unbeaten with Christian McCaffrey. They're 8-0 with Christian McCaffrey. Right? Look at this defense. No team has gotten 18 points against this 49er defense for several games. Okay. Fair enough. In yesterday's game against Seattle, a team that has a very inconsistent defense. Right? Very inconsistent. Look at the teams that have gotten more than 30 points against the Seahawks defense. 
Purdy threw for less than 250 yards. While he had two TDs, both were to his tight ends, none were to his wide receivers. Now, as longtime viewers here know, I was a hardcore Niners Futures betting supporter earlier on. Right, I got the Niners at some pretty great odds early on. But I'm still fading them now. Yes, when healthy, they might be the best team in the league. But they are not healthy. Right, no Jimmy G, I'm fading them. Understand, too, Debo Samuel is one of the most important players in the entire league, right? A wide receiver who can actually play running back, who actually has great running back skills. He's also out. In my opinion, given the jump Philly has, right, Philly only has one loss. As I make this video, the Niners have no shot of being the one seed in the conference. Yes, they won the NFC West, right? But they have no shot at being the one seed. So let me just say, I'm fading the Niners. While the Niners have made the playoffs, while they're certainly a stronger team than, let's say, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who might win their division, right? While they have a great defense, while they have a coach who, as an offensive coordinator, had a big lead against Bill Belichick in a Super Bowl, right? Lost it, but had a big lead, right? As good as the Niners are, I don't think they win it all. Since I got some money on them early, since that Jimmy G injury, I'm fading them. In other words, I'm looking at other teams. I know this morning that's not a popular position. Let's continue with this video. Let's talk Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, let me just say Philly's a great town. No one should take this personally. Right this morning, I was in an email group with one of my good friends who's from Philly. Right, actually Camden, New Jersey, if you know the area. Right, Philly's a great town. But understand, no quarterbacks, in my opinion, who are read option quarterbacks, like Jalen Hurts, has won a Super Bowl. Right? Double check me on that. You do your own homework. Right? There's a comment section here. Feel free to use it. It doesn't have to be friendly toward me. That's okay. Right now, understand, certainly quarterbacks who can run a bit have won Super Bowls, right? Uh, Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes come to mind. But understand, Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes, who, if things break down and get hectic, can run, dodge some guys, gain some yards, they are primarily pocket passers. Right? These guys run a little bit to buy time in the pocket. They're really looking downfield. Right? These are guys who have gone through seasons with a lot of passing yards because they're throwing the ball downfield a lot. Yeah, the guy can run a little bit, but he's really a pocket passer. Okay, I'll concede. Multiple people like that 
have won Super Bowls. For a read option quarterback who came the closest to winning a Super Bowl, I'll nod my head to Colin Kaepernick of the San Francisco 49ers when they were coached by Jim Harbaugh. Right, Kaepernick was a guy who would run the read option multiple times in a game. And like Jalen Hurts, he was an excellent runner. He was fast. He could run by you. But understand, the Niners did not win that Super Bowl. Again, I have not seen a read option quarterback like Jalen Hurts win a Super Bowl. Now, I have money on Philly, futures, and I encourage people to consider that option. I'm just telling you what I'm doing, right? Because I believe Philly is the likely one seed in the NFC. And you want the one seed for a host of reasons. Understand, the one seed gets to skip the first round of the playoffs. Also, the one seed, when they play, they're playing at home, whoever they play against, right? Up until the Super Bowl. Understand, too, if you're a hedger like me, the one seed at home, rested, is likely to be the favorite in the game. So you're going to get better than even money odds on the underdog if you are going to hedge. So you want the one seed as part of your betting portfolio so you can hedge against them if you deem that the proper move. You would get leverage and you'd be guaranteed the winner of that game going forward in the playoffs. Right? But just understand, I feel Hertz's 10 or so rushing touchdowns might not be a sign of strength, but might be a sign of weakness. Right? I think you want a Marcus Allen or an Emmett Smith or a Marshawn Lynch getting the rushing touchdowns in the playoffs. You want a horse, a Mack truck, a diesel doing the heavy lifting from the running back position down around the goal line. You don't want your quarterback in that position, right? Some defensive coordinator is going to make sure that on the read option, they have guys, and I'm talking about big men, Nick Bosa type guys, right? Hitting Jalen Hurts every read option, right? The idea is, look, this guy is carrying the load for this team. Jalen Hurts right now is the favorite to win MVP in the NFC. By the way, for savvy gamblers, consider the idea of Pat Mahomes. Don't look at the rushing touchdowns. Look at the total number of touchdowns. And look at the door, and we'll talk about it here, that Mahomes might have to be the one seed in the other conference. In other words, if we're going to look at an MVP candidate, and say, oh, I'm giving it to this quarterback because he's the quarterback of the one seed in the conference. Understand, Mahomes might fit that criteria when all is said and done. But let's just say, at some point, the number of touchdowns that a quarterback has becomes counterproductive. One of the problems with the Bills, quite frankly, is that Josh Allen runs the ball too much, isn't it? Right? You want the pocket passer. 
a team that needs their quarterback to rush for more than eight touchdowns in a year, I feel is on thin ice. Are you listening, Baltimore? Right, so just understand, while I have money on the Eagles, because they're well-positioned to be the one seed in the NFC, I privately don't think the Eagles come out of the NFC. It's my intention, and I know this in mid-December, right, well before these playoff games are played in January, it's my intention to bet against the um, to bet against the Philadelphia Eagles when they play a team like, let's say, oh, T.Y. Hilton's new team, the Dallas Cowboys, in the playoffs. Right, read option, folks, hasn't translated into a Super Bowl victory. Now let's talk AFC. The Bills play the Dolphins in Buffalo this week. Folks, here again, I know it's not fashionable. I know they've fallen on hard times. But I see an opening for the Dolphins. Now, by chance, and it was happenstance, I watched parts, including the opening, of the Dolphins-Niner game, the recent one, where Tua at one point was 3 of 17 passing the football. Right, I know some pundits, Colin Cowherd among them, have criticized Tua and have said, hey, his stats have been inflated by games against weaker competition. When he's gone up against roughhouse defenses like the Niners, this is what he's done. Right, so Tua was 3 of uh, 17 at one point in that Niner game. Folks, I'm just telling you that if you look at that Niner game, just run back the opening of that Niner game, you're going to see Tua throw several catchable balls. Many of them were incomplete because of his wide receivers. Right, the Dolphins came out for whatever reason, and it happens flat against the San Francisco 49ers. Also, I'm not confusing the build defense, even in cold weather, with this roughhouse 49er defense. Right? In my opinion, the Niner defense is a cut above the Bills defense. Understand, too, the Dolphins know the Bills. They're in the same division. The Dolphins have already beaten the Bills this year. Right? The Bill offense was tamed when they played in South Florida. So I think the Dolphins cover the very wide point spread this week against the Bills. Right? I think the Dolphins have an outside shot of winning the game outright. I'm not betting on the Dolphins winning, but I I do like the Dolphins to cover. More importantly, the Bills also have a game on the road against Cincinnati. Right, folks, they could flat out lose that game. Any hiccup, any hiccup, and I believe the Chiefs win the AFC one seed, right? Should that happen, let me flatly say, I don't see any team in the AFC who can beat the Chiefs at home. 
provided their key guys remain healthy. Understand, folks, they replaced Tyreek Hill. They have Juju Smith-Schuster and several other wide receivers. Yes, the Chiefs' defense looks a little bit shaky at times. But understand, that offense, especially at home, is going to be clicking. How many teams can match the Chiefs when it comes to offense? I would say in the AFC, very few. Right? Also, let's be real here. I know the Bills came close to beating the Chiefs, literally within seconds of beating the Chiefs last year in the playoffs. It's my take, maybe you feel the same way, that this year's Bills team doesn't quite match last year's Bills team. Right, This year's Bills team looks a little bit more vulnerable to me than last year's Bills team. It's very hard to catch lightning in a bottle twice. Let's continue on in the AFC. Joe Burrow's a wild card. I'll say Baltimore is a wild card. Understand the catch with Baltimore. I would prefer the starting quarterback return healthy for Baltimore before I lean heavily on them in the playoffs. Right? Understand, too, Lamar Jackson, and you can look this up, who himself is a running quarterback, has had problems in the playoffs, right? That's the history. Understand his backup's also a running quarterback, right? So for me, from where I sit, right, at this stage, I only see four teams with a shot in the AFC, right? The two NFC Central teams, Right, the, um, excuse me, North teams, I guess I'm an old-timer here, Cincinnati and Baltimore, right? And, of course, the Bills and the Chiefs. But really, it's the Chiefs against the world. I think they have the best chance to run the table. I think they're a better team than the Buffalo Bills. I think they have the easier schedule than the Buffalo Bills, right? But understand, Buffalo right now has to jump on them. The Chiefs need for Buffalo to lose, to leapfrog them, right? I think it's going to happen. You want money on both Buffalo and the Chiefs, certainly, but you want to pay close attention to the Chiefs. Understand when you're betting futures, injuries have a multiplier effect. Right? I'm assuming the key people, right? Travis Kelsey, uh, Pat Mahomes. Uh, I'm assuming the key people stay healthy. I'm assuming Miko Hardman returns off the IR this week and it's still Miko Hardman, right? That he doesn't get re injured. Any major injury could change this in a hurry. And as we've seen with the Bills, for example, where Von Miller is out. Right or the Niners, where Jimmy Garoppolo and Debo are out. Key athletes can get injured, and that can, in my opinion at least, greatly affect 
their team's chances of winning it all. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. In terms of value, Bengals might be the best value. Understand, though, as I said earlier, I see no one beating the Chiefs in Kansas City in the playoffs. Right? The question for me is whether the Bills whole serve run the table and prevent KC from getting the one seed. That's how I see the AFC. In the NFC, folks, it's wide open. I'm expecting the Commanders to beat my beloved Giants this week. Understand the situation. They played the Giants, then they had a bye week. Right, so after seeing the Giants where they can do an assessment, right, they say, hey, Saquon looks pretty good this year. Hey, you know, here's what worked for the Giants. Here's what worked for us. They then got to take a week off, consider everything. This is a very important game. They're playing great ball. Heineke is an above-average quarterback. I think the commanders beat the Giants. Understand, even Seattle. Uh, where, of course, Geno looked good again yesterday, right? Even Seattle remains in the mix, right? I think the um, NFC is wide open because I don't trust the Philadelphia Eagles and because the team I believe has the most talent, the Dallas Cowboys, aren't going to win the division. So they're going to have to string together some road wins in the playoffs to make it happen. Let me also say this, too, about Dallas. I, I saw where Stephen A. Smith is criticizing Dak Prescott. Right, folks, I think Dak is one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League, right? My problem isn't Dak with the Cowboys. My problem is Mike McCarthy, right? That's the real problem. It's the play calling with the Cowboys. It's not the quarterback. Right, But Dallas has so much talent. They have so many wide receivers. Folks, they have one of the best running backs in the game. I'm not talking about Zeke. I'm talking about Tony Pollard. Right, I think Dallas has more talent than Philadelphia. I know that's not a popular position. Certainly, no one's going to vote for Dak Prescott for MVP, Right? In the NFC, they're going to vote for Jalen Hurts. Okay, we all understand that. Right? But Dallas, to me, is loaded. Right? That's a team that's not going to win their division, but that you want to have a position on in the NFC. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Quite frankly, I would sprinkle a little bit on the commanders. Folks, the defense is working. Right? The defense is working. That team is underrated. Right? Ron Rivera somehow has drowned out all the politics and controversy involving Daniel Snyder. Right? Understand, Rivera got a team to the Super Bowl before when he had Cam Newton then the NFL's MVP, right? I think Washington's a live dog. You're getting them at outrageous odds here. Uh, I would sprinkle a little bit on them. If they beat the Giants, they're going to be in the driver's seat in terms of making the playoffs.
food for thought. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I look forward to reading your comments in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.